0: Welcome to Advanced Automation, a podcast by Calvary Robotics, where you'll find industry leaders and experts sharing their thoughts on the world of automation. Hello, everyone. I'm Josh Gravel, your host for this installment of Advanced Automation, podcast by Calvary Robotics. Today with us, we have Chris Passro. Thanks for being with us, Chris. Thanks, Josh. It's good to be here. Yeah. I mean, when you Look through the history of Calvary Robotics. You are one of the first names that's going to pop up. Um, over 38 years in the automation industry, you have under your belt, um, and 25 of which has been with Calvary ro- right here. So um, just kind of want to have you take us through what led up to before Calvary.
1: Yeah, So I, was, uh, I did my apprenticeship program at a, a company called Rogers Associates, and from there, I learned, you know, everything that I needed to to become a machine builder, toolmaker. Um, I learned how to weld, paint. We took blueprint reading courses, all the math courses you had to take. And, uh, course of course, assembling machines was a big part of it. And uh, that's what uh, led me to where I am today. Over these years,
0: thirty over 38 years, how many automation systems do you think you've built? <laughs>
1: Oh, Josh, uh, that's really hard to say. Uh, Hundreds, I guess. Uh, It depends. I mean, some years you might uh, only work on one or two machines if they're really large. And uh, sometimes you'll work on those small cells and you might pump a bunch of those out in one year. So it it varies, but uh, all in all, I'd say I've done quite a few. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to pinpoint, but yeah, it's it's up there, right? Yes
0: when Mark Cheney, our CEO and founder, started the company over 25 years ago, you were one of the first employees what like technically what number were you on the roster uh, I'm employee number three number three and we you know we have over 200 people you know some people come and go obviously, but it just keeps growing here that's it's incredible to think that you were number three on the team here that's it's awesome and over 25 years with the company um I think a lot of people strive to want to want to have that history, you know? I've been very fortunate. Calvary's been a good place to work. Yeah, I agree. What was it like, you know, in the early years of Calvary? Take us back to some of those days that we've seen pictures of maybe or just heard about. You know, the listeners kind of want to see through
1: your eyes. Well, in the beginning, um, when we were really small, it was always interesting it was fast-paced you're always doing something different you had to wear many hats Uh, like for instance I might be doing payroll one minute and then I get called out to the floor to help do some assembly out there you know run to the store and pick up this or that and just multiple things you had to do clean the bathroom I mean did it all you had to do it all back then we were there's only a few of us. I'm sure
0: some of those tasks you might not miss. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss some of them. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are your, some of your favorite things though over the years?
1: Well, some of the best things at Calvary, of course, are the people. I've met a lot of great people here and friend made friendships with them. Some of the equipment that we make is just mind-boggling. It's really highly innovative and technologically advanced and it's just fun to watch so I, I love doing stuff like that
0: yeah i mean this this industry is just naturally seems to change by day almost you and to have to for two, once again 25 years over 25 years or
1: 38 in your whole career you've probably seen so much it's great to see calvary grow from its infancy from you know like i said just a th- Three or four of us in the beginning to like you say over 200 now it's just it's it's mind-boggling it's it's really gives you a sense of accomplishment and it's great to see it is
0: is there a job that stands out to you that you've done or i'm sure you've done like you said hundreds of jobs but tell us about one that really is stuck with you
1: well there's been a lot of jobs that really stand out but one in particular was a recent one we just did uh, last year. Um, it was to help uh, develop uh, COVID testing. And it was a job that we had little time to develop, uh, assemble, install, debug. And it, we did it. We made all the uh, dates that we had to make. And it, it was, uh, knowing that it was going to the COVID and helping out with everything. It was just, it was just a great sense of accomplishment. That's incredible. Could you tell us
0: more or tell us about Mark's investment in R&D throughout the years? I know that's a big point for him and keeping up and seeing what's out there.
1: Can you kind of delve into that for us? Well, as long as I can remember, Mark is always looking to improve things, how to develop certain better processes, being on the cutting edge. It's uh, maybe develop um, our own product line so we're not dependent on other businesses to keep this place busy. So he's always looking for the next best thing, always looking to improve and uh being on the cutting edge yeah
0: and i know pre-engineered solutions for example that help take down the amount of engineering time and things and the build times all everything streamlined from a to b right you've seen that happen where more standardized products come out of this place yeah
1: standardization seems to be a big thing right now so if you can do that and streamline everything else it, it makes the, the flow go much faster
0: What has kept you passionate about this industry for so long?
1: Well, I find the work uh, very interesting. I like to watch the kids come in. You know, when I did my apprenticeship, there was a lot of senior guys there that taught you what to do, better ways of doing things, basically how to become a good toolmaker and now it's come full circle, and I'm at that age now where the young kids are coming in, and I like to help progress them so that they can become a tool maker or become a machine builder. And it's just satisfying. Become the next Chris Passero,
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. But. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> Shoes are too big to fill, maybe. There. <laughs> no. no, but I know mentoring is a big deal to you, and you don't take that lightly. Uh, even me personally, being in a marketing role, you've taught me a lot of things. And, you know, it, it's to keep an organization going, having people with that tribal knowledge is such an important part, and it shows, I think.
1: Well, the kids are our future, so, I mean, if Calvary wants to – endure and go on and we got to get them up to par and so calvary can succeed uh beyond you know the next 10 15 20 years.
0: Well, I'll say thank you on behalf of all of us right now for for all uh. your teachings. <laughs> but you have a lot of years left, so we're not we it's not like we're closing the door on this yet. Uh, not not quite yet. Yeah, right. I got a few left anyway. Right. And speaking of you've lived in the greater Rochester region your whole life what keeps you here
1: yeah josh i've been here my whole life um i I like rochester Um, my family's here calvary's here i can't imagine working any place else i like the seasons here although i find winter a little at this age a little bit too long (laughs) Um, there's always a concert there's always a festival Uh, there's just a, you know, you can, there's the waterways around here. You can fish, you can go boating. There's just a lot to do. It's a, it's a great place to work. Great place to live.
0: Yeah. Raise family, all that. I totally agree with you. Come visit us. really (laughs) 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 So crystal ball, Chris,
1: in your opinion, what does the future of the industry look like? Well, that's a good question, Josh, because when I started my apprenticeship all those years ago, um there was multiple multiple machine shops, tool and die shops all around the greater Rochester area and right now there's really not that many. So in that aspect it's kind of discerning but at the same time I think the industry is just getting more and more technological. And you need to stay up on the cutting edge. You need to do your due diligence and find everything that you make your niche in the market, I guess, is what you wanted, I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. And that shows, right? You, you've you seen that happen with Calvary. Right. Calvary, Calvary has uh, endured because, you know, and been successful because we're very flexible, we're innovative, uh, and, you know, everything's fast paced it's we're very adaptive we can we can do things quickly here
0: yeah and all those industries that you might not traditionally think it's going to have automation you might be surprised that's that's a, I, you know wide open right all right what would you give a recommendation to for future generations that are looking to get into the industry
1: well i think that this business um is a great business to get into if you like to work with your hands if uh, you like technology um, it's a great field now you couldn't if you even want to do machine building you could be uh, an engineer so uh, I know right now robotics is a big thing and uh, the kids all like coming out of college they a lot of them don't want to get their hands dirty but they like the robots so they that's what <laughs> they want to do and it's a it's a it's a great field it's always interesting you're always learning something now right (laughs) it's true it's very true
0: well i appreciate you doing this chris i you know i almost wish we could have audience chime in and ask any questions you can always email us but i thanks for doing it
1: okay josh thank you appreciate it
0: yeah and thanks everybody for listening uh we have other episodes to listen to check out our website calvary and we'll have more in the future Have a great day.